Hey everyone, welcome to the currently unnamed podcast. My name's Wayne. Uh, find me on Twitter at Wayne underscore McCready. I'm here with my buddy Chris and Spencer. Sending it over to Chris. Hey, this is Chris Wamsley at Christopher Wams on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I'm here with Spencer. I'm Spencer Linstead. My Twitter handle is Spencer Linstead. Uh, my IG is ES Linstead, if you feel hot. Ooh. Uh, coming out of the gate with something even hotter. Thought I was having. Andy Reid. Okay. Do you think he's constantly constipated? Or do you think he's well lubricated? A man with a mustache like yeah. that is well lubricated. Definitely well lubricated. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yes. That mustache is a dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out real hot with that then. Uh... <laughs> no man looks that mad and isn't lubricated, let me tell you that much. Well, is the mustache the dead giveaway then? I would say so. I don't know, man. The amount of times that he has trouble like thinking straight when it's the final two minutes or something. I think he thinks straight, but, like, his line is just off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Terrible game manager there. Yeah, Makes I think the worst decisions. <laughs> should have multiple yes. Super Bowl rings at this point. I agree. <laughs> and apparently um, he's well lubricated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to get back to you. I'll contact my people. The yeah. people. We'll find out. Have to figure out the whole mustache thing on that too. I'm not sure there's a good corollary with that, but yeah. apparently he's well lubricated. Uh, next, better beard, James Harden, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. First off, fuck James Harden. Ooh, <laughs> not a fan. But his Ryan beard though. Fitz Magic? Are you serious? Yeah, he's good for like a week and a half. Hey, that's all you need sometimes. With I mean, for a backup. Harden? He's been back good up. for a long time. The, Ryan, real, the real. Ryan Fitzmagic's been good for a long time in short bursts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can say that too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really good at basketball for like 30 seconds while I shoot two threes in a row. Right? <laughs> Sign me. Sign me. There's a lot of people that are worse in the NBA. Than me? I don't think so. I mean, not than you, but I'm saying <laughs> there's a lot of people in the NBA that can't come in and hit two threes in 30 seconds. There are a lot of people in the NBA that are not as comparatively good as Ryan Fitzpatrick. In football. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like Ryan Fitzpatrick is like the J.R. Smith of the NBA. In that he's going to take 12 shots every single game. Six of them are going to go in. Six of them are going to clank off the backboard while he's celebrating doing an air guitar with a three up. And he doesn't even realize that he missed it. Those are my favorite celebrations. (laughs) Yeah, I think J.R. Smith and Nick Young are the kings of premature celebrations. Yes. Yeah that, yeah. that gif of fucking Nick, Nick Young, Young when he's like yeah. <laughs> and it just fucking clanks yeah. off the fucking oh god it's incredible. It's one of my all-time favorite gifs on the internet, that's for uh, sure. <laughs> by the way, gif, not gif. Anyway, gif. GIF. Yes. If you disagree, yes. you're just wrong and I yeah. hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Take an English class. GIF. GIF. The guy who created him calls him GIFs. What a god what a sellout. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he can go to the gym Canadian? on his draft then, I guess. Yeah. Is he Canadian? Who knows, eh? Oh. <laughs> it's probably knows, American. Eh? 
He's, if he was Canadian, he would just agree with what anybody around him said because he's too nice to disagree. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> just joking. We love Canadians here. Yeah. They're too nice to hate. <laughs> yeah. Who hates Canadians? Congratulations on the new laws. We're all celebrating for you down here. Yes, but uh, we've definitely. had it for a couple years now, so yes. welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know they're going to come back with, well, what's it feel like? To have to pay for insurance, so it's just like yeah, it's true. Like, there's yeah. like always, right? Yeah, it feels the same way as uh, sitting in a line for healthcare. Yeah, yeah, or a list, waiting on a on an organ list. I'd rather be on the years. list than not be able to get my name on the list, though. Well, if you don't have any money here, you can get on that list pretty quick. Hardcore insurance talk. Four minutes and 51 seconds <laughs> into this whole All thing. Right. Gosh, we moved what, from what? beards to insurance <laughs> yeah, real right. quick. Right. What, what you got for us, Spencer? Uh, <laughs> next, I guess, a little bit more serious question. Uh, in the AFC South, the Jags, I mean, their defense is great, but Blake Bortles, the Tennessee Titans, can entirely fall off into the sea as a franchise, and I don't think anyone would notice. Uh, are oh. the Colts... In the driver's seat in the division at two and five. No, uh, no. I would say the Houston. <laughs> the Texans. Houston Texans, yeah, one hundred percent. Like definitely, and I think they'd be doing a lot better if uh, Watson wasn't dealing with the issues he's dealing with. Yeah, I would say that the the Texans are the most talented team in that division. Definitely on both sides of the ball, like their defense is very good. Not. Great. Mm, I think the Jags' defense is better than the Oh, Texans. obviously. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. The Jags have a great defense and a terrible offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Overall, Indianapolis has yeah, a yeah, great yeah. offense and a terrible defense. The yeah. Titans are a trash fire. <laughs> and then Houston is just good on both sides of the ball. Like yeah. I don't think they're great on either, although they have DeAndre Hopkins, who is an obvious top three talent. And they I mean, have J.J. Watt, who is probably the single best defender in football. Definitely the best defensive He's up lineman. there. I mean, yeah, he's up there. The man missed how much time, and he just, like, I mean, all you need to know is the last time he played a full season, he was voted the best player in the NFL yeah. by NFL players yeah, he's, he's <laughs> over Tom Brady. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I would say that the Deshaun Watson-led Texans are in the driver's seat, although Andrew healthy, Luck does healthy look. Healthy Deshaun Watson. Yeah, but Andrew Luck looks great. Like, he's back to being Andrew Luck. I, he does not look like he has got any ill effects from his shoulder no. anymore. Except for when they had to bring in Jacoby Brissett to throw a Hail Mary. Uh, I kind of understand that because uh, he had already thrown 50-plus times in the game. Yeah. He's coming off a major shoulder injury, uh, and uh, Jacoby Brissett is known for having a cannon of an arm. There's I don't that, think you bring like, in a backup at the very end of a game, though, when he hasn't taken a snap on well, the whole the whole point also is like it's such a high risk play because you have to sit in the pocket for so long to let your receivers get down there yeah it's a high percentage play but there's also sacked. like a three-man rush sure but like if you get sacked like you're not gonna have anybody defending you either because you're sending so many people down like you don't have five offensive linemen yeah like it you get a fresh arm a guy who could take a sack and you're not worried about it as well as if it the play develops that way, who would you rather have running the ball? I want Jacoby running the ball. I like Andrew Luck running the ball. Andrew Luck's a good runner, but he's no Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett reminds me of Mike Vick when he runs the ball. Oh, I wouldn't go he's that far. He's really good. Mike Vick was faster. I mean, than Mike Vick is way backs. faster, but like yeah. the elusive, <laughs> he was faster yeah. than the running backs. The elusiveness of Jacoby Brissett is what I mean. Like, yeah, not so much the the straight line speed or anything. Yeah. Like, he's just he's slippery. Mm-hmm. He's real slippery. Uh, I agree. 
Uh, so I guess kind of piggybacking off that then in the whole Jacoby Brissett conversation, is that the type of player that could save the Jags this year? Brissett? The trade deadline is only seven days away. There's some there's some definite quarterbacks. I I heard a rumor about them trying to get Bridgewater from the Vite from the good, Vites, from the Saints. Yes. They were saying they could get him for like a third or a second. Probably just you know, what the Saints invested in him, which you is know, a third. someone uh, they could pick up without trading away anything. Well, I think we all do. Colin Kaepernick. Yes, and I think Colin Kaepernick is better than half of the not half the starters, but like a a chunk of starters. I'd rather have Colin Kaepernick than I would have Ryan Fitzpatrick at the beginning of the year, or Blake Bortles, or Blake Bortles, or. or Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman. The uh, Peterman. The, the man for the 49ers. I'd rather have Kaepernick still on the Niners than him. Beathard. <laughs> what is it? Bethard. CJ yeah. Beathard. Yeah. Bethard. Uh, <laughs> who else? I'm trying to think. I'm like going division to division here. I'd rather have him than Joe Flacco. Although Joe Flacco was lighting yeah. up this year. Somebody lit a fire under his ass and I mean, his name Joe is Flacco. Lamar Jackson. That's what happens when you invest Joe Flacco did beat Colin Kaepernick in the Super Bowl. That was a weird Super Bowl. Eh. By a play. By Colin Kaepernick losing the Super Bowl. Mm, fair enough. Running to the end zone, having an open lane, and then trying to throw the little five-yard pass over the top of the defender. I mean... It's a tough play. Mm. You can't put yourself in his spot, right? It's so hard. <laughs> you can say this, I mean, the Seahawks lost the... Super Bowl by not, a play, right? We're not going to talk about that. I feel like <laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on. Moving on. Talk about that. Moving on. Both of those choke jobs are pretty <laughs> bad, but they're no, they're no Atlanta Falcons. All right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> that was the year of the chokes. Fucking the, the, it went. What it was the Golden State and then them in the same year. Yeah, it's just so a, hard. I think it's just something about the Patriots. <laughs> if you're playing Ooh, the Patriots, I mean, mm-hmm. like LeBron so came back after happen. they they blew a three one lead yeah. in the same playoff season. Yeah, the Falcons lose like that. It was crazy. I was expecting to see some crazy stuff happen in all the major sports that year. Yeah, I agree. I think baseball went to crazy. game seven. That was the year the Cubs won, wasn't it? Went to game seven and yep. extra innings. Game seven, extra innings in the tenth. And so, like, it, there was no lead to blow there, but it was like a cra- it was a crazy playoff season that year. Cubs. That was uh, the first game, the first World Series they won in forever, right? Yeah, yep. after Since like twenty seven or something. Oh eight. Oh eight. Oh yeah. Yeah. Super was the late. Boston curse twenty seven? Eighteen. Yeah, Bambino. But they broke that. Yeah. And so like, I saw something recently where it's like you know there was the, there was the the bleeding you know Boston fan waiting to see a championship or whatever, uh-huh. and then it was like somebody said recently was like yeah all these Boston fans they haven't seen a championship and. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a good, a good yeah. tweet from a Boston sports writer that my four-year-old daughter has never seen a Boston World Series <laughs> win before. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Right. So it's such a rough life. <laughs> good for you. We are all making jerk-off uh, <laughs> <laughs> movements Motions. right now. Yeah, we're, still, yeah. we're still waiting for the Mariners to make a World Series. Yeah, yeah they have the uh, longest playoff drought currently, and they're one of... Don't we have know, the win record, too? Uh, tied with a Cubs team that went to the final round of the playoffs before the World Series and then lost. So, hey, we're there. God. Yeah. That team was so good. Mm-hmm. So, rough time to be a Seattle fan. 
<laughs> I like. I wasn't even into sports, but coming to look at that team, like as somebody who like mildly is interested in baseball, it's like. Holy shit, we were loaded. How did yeah. we not win the World Series that year? It was, like, loaded to an extent. Like, we had a lot of all-stars that the year. The pitching wasn't phenomenal. It was right? a weird group of yeah. pitchers because it was a bunch of guys that had been marginally good, like, three starters that all of a sudden yeah. they all won 15 games was, that year. Was uh, Randy Johnson still there? Nope. That was that without was Randy Johnson. That was... Uh, Johnson left in 98, Griffey left in 99, A-Rod left in 2000, and then we got Ichiro in 2001 and won 116. Ichiro was the second player ever to win the Rookie of the Year and the MVP in the same season. Speaking of which, I think that that's going to be the first time that's happened in the NFL this year. Who would that be? Who do you think it's of? not Mahomes. He's not a rookie. We already yeah. went over this. Fuck, dude, I keep we going. already went over this, Chris. Ah, I keep thinking Second he's a rookie because he, he played behind he started Alex last year, did he? He yeah. started no. week 17 yeah, last year. Yeah, 17 oh, when yeah. it didn't matter. That's yep. right. Uh, they had already even, locked they up. don't do the NBA rule where if you don't start, you're still a rookie. It's, he I know, I know that, but yeah. like, you don't think about it because it's like, yeah. it's his first year starting. That's uh-huh. what I keep mm-hmm. thinking. Like, oh, he he just got drafted, but no, he didn't. No, second year guy. Who do you think is a Saquon, right? Well, has yeah, to, when you told me that, that was the only name that was to coming to mind. And I'm like, Saquon, I guess? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why. I just like mentally think that I don't know about rookie. MVP, though. You can't blame you. He's new to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. MVP, though, for sure. Like, he is on pace. Like, I, I right now, name another player in the league that you think's challenging him. Like, you could maybe say Tom Brady, but like. Jared Goff. Jared Goff Jared is ridiculous. Todd Gurley, if he because he's Gurley. on pace for the touchdown records. If Todd, Todd Gurley, Gurley continues and does, but the thing is, is last year MVP last year sure. they pulled him early, right? They pulled they didn't play week seventeen. Um, they have the chance if they continue doing what they're doing to lock up the NFC, un- impossible for anybody to touch them yeah. on week, in week fifteen, which means he might not play week sixteen. Or 17. This is know. also the team that's been going for touchdowns, two-point conversions when yeah. they've been up by 20-plus. They they are showing everybody in the league this year that they don't give a shit, and they're just going to run the ball. It'd be an interesting... Like, I was, I was listening to some stuff today. To I, it'd be really interesting to see what they do, because, like, last year they didn't play Week 17, and then they got blown out mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So maybe... That's always a weird Maybe Sean McVay says... Like it, we're playing all the way through yeah. just to keep the guys fresh. That's what a lot of people, not fresh, that's a weird conversation the, to have. Every year it's the... It's hard, right? Do we start them? Do we sit them? Is the rest worth it? Or do you want to keep your guys yeah. like in the groove of things of like we play every week, we do yeah. this. And I think that's... You see these teams choke in the, the Super Bowl and it's like, I feel like the break is what does it. Yeah. You break that rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like look at the 08 Patriots or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I think if the Super Bowl had been the week after... They would have smashed the Giants instead yeah. of having the two week break. Yeah, yeah. like I think they I mean, were number still one the Giants, right? No, they, they lost. Yeah, they lost, but they were beating him. Yeah, but what the I'm Giants saying is, came back and won at the end. But it was I'm a saying, really close. It wasn't like a. They were beating opponents yeah. by like thirty points that year. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then you go and you play a Super Bowl and you lose by three, like to a team that's not that good. Yeah. Like they were good enough to eat the Super Bowl, but like not that good. I don't think they were like was, no. But what was the odds of that game? Like I have no idea. nobody yeah. expected that. No. They're not. That's not the biggest Super Bowl upset. I don't think. I think the biggest one was the St. Louis Rams because they got like blown. Like didn't they get blown out in oh, like two thousand two, two thousand three? Bucks or whatever was it? Bucks or I don't know. Oh, somebody. The Rams. 
Yeah, the greatest show lost to they won one they and then they beat, lost the Patriots. Yes, and it was on a, the military, and it wasn't a blowout, but it was like they, that was another one where no one, ever, yeah, at the no one ever saw that coming. That was the start of the Patriots dynasty. Giants Patriots was seventeen fourteen, so it was ten yeah. fourteen before that final drive yeah. with the helmet catch. Yeah. So it's not like it was out of reach. No, it was, was it was out of field goal reach. That was a crazy game. So speaking of the helmet catch, what what was that catch? Was that a touchdown? No. No, you ask a lot of people that they think that was the that was the last play of the game. No, no, I believe the final catch was Plaxico Burris. Yeah, a beautiful over the shoulder yeah. end zone fade. Uh huh. Beautiful pass. No, that was a uh, it was like a forty yard pass or something. Like no, that right? was what it was. I was watching. No, I'm saying the helmet recently. the helmet catch was like a forty yard reception. Yep. though, right. It was like uh, thirty two yard yeah, game. Thirty some odd, yeah. and it was like. Just the ridiculous. and like so every single Super Bowl that the, the Patriots have lost has been on some crazy circus catch because it was the helmet catch and then it Ooh. was the 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 Giants another circus catch they yeah. kept to drive alive and then they almost lost to the Seahawks, the Seahawks with a crazy with the, yeah. circus sure catch. Yeah. So a uh, couple of cool stats about that game. That game the Patriots were favored by twelve. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then, so that tells you yeah. all you need to know about if you That's give. Crazy. I think if you give any team two weeks to prepare for another team, that is going to water down the action. Well, what were uh, Strahan was on that team? Yeah, the that, Patriots have never won a Super Bowl that the national anthem was sung by Jordan Sparks. She only sung that one. But. <laughs> <laughs> crazy stat, man! They're <laughs> own one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I honestly think if you put the Super Bowl the next week after the last week of the playoffs, that this they would have won because there's no re- there's no way to get out of them. The re- you get yeah. there's something like the Super Bowl with the but they've won so many other ones. But that, that's like not the, really they've won more than they've lost. Sure, but if you think about it like this, like the Super Bowl with the Niners and the Ravens, right? That game is not even close if the power doesn't go out. That power going out changed the momentum yeah, of that yeah, game. And yeah, I think I there's something to yeah. be said for momentum in a season. Like, you get rolling, and you're undefeated, and you're going, and I you're going. I think it's different week to week than an actual game. I don't know. I just think you get into such a rhythm of, like, this is what I do, and then we have a game, and, like, the pressure's on. You yeah. get to time off to just, like, relax. You get out of that, like, mentality yeah. of, like, that killer mentality. And all of a sudden... This happens. And maybe yeah. it, maybe it's the Giants just were really good at preparing for the... I mean, they beat them twice, right? Yeah. But both they times did. on They're crazy circus great, catches yeah. that kept drives alive and missed missed opportunities. Like in that same Super yeah, Bowl, there was, was missed, there was dropped. Eli Manning's yeah. the only quarterback to beat them. Yeah, well, there was like, <laughs> dropped, there was, there the there was like a dropped interception in that game, I'm pretty sure. It was like a wide open interception. Yeah, the dude know. drops it. And like that would ice the game. And there's just like a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. No, definitely crazy. <sighs> That's crazy. I've been watching a lot of top ten things on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> top, top ten. It's like top top ten dynasties, top ten Super Bowl upsets, and like, yeah. Speaking of top tens, it's a good segue here. That was that was fantastic that was, for what I'm about to hey. hit you with. Uh, currently in the top five for rushing yards all time, Frank Gore. Is Frank Gore going to Canton three and a half yards at a time? Yeah. I would say I don't yes. think you get to be no no running good. back no running back lasts that long in the league putting up the numbers that he did. Yeah, I don't think he I don't think that Frank Gore is great. I think he is good, but he's been good for a very for long exactly. time. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that says enough. Like yeah. I don't think Frank Gore was ever a 
a world beater in anybody's opinion, and maybe that's just bias. He had a couple of really good years with the Niners. Yeah, he's, though, he's like good. When they went to the yeah. Super Bowl and then the NFC. Yeah, Champions he's really good. He's really good. I I don't think that he was ever bad, but I don't think that anybody yeah. ever drafted him first round of their no. fancy draft, no. which is like that's like never an MVP candidate. Yeah, like he was like never that, yeah. like he was just. I think I've heard Mr. Reliable. Definitely. Like he's just he's Definitely. good. He's good f- anymore. He's good for seven hundred yards. Yeah. A, an eight point week on your fantasy team, like he's just good for like the basics. And he Goal before line, he was good for touchdowns. he was good for a thousand yards and yeah. you know, eight touchdowns. Like he was good. just good, like he was just consistently good, not great, great second running back. If you were going deep on wide receivers, uh, still is fine. Like you could play him this year, and like he's getting more reliable still, points than yeah, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake has the blow up plays because Frank Gore just isn't, he, yeah. he's old. Frank he can't Gore, run well, that fast. Frank Gore's never really had that breakaway speed. No, he's just been kind he's of he's just a, like a bowling ball. Once he gets through the line, he can get ten. He's 15, one of those guys yards. who can't read but can run the football. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he uh, his longest touchdown ever is eighty yards. Probably obviously from the Seattle Seahawks. I uh, can't tell you that. That was two thousand nine. Uh, second longest one on there is seventy two. Uh, but those once again, uh, two thousand nine. So since two thousand nine, there's been a sixty four yarder, a fifty five yarder, and uh, one fifty two and one fifty one. So uh, he's got four runs that are classified as big runs. Otherwise, thirty seven, thirty seven, twenty two, twenty one, and this year he broke off a thirty two yarder. Yeah, and like once again, I think like he's been good, and he he has the ability to do like some chunk plays, but he's not. He's not Alvin Kamara, who you give the ball to, and all of a sudden he might just run it for ninety yards. Yeah, and he's not he's not uh, Jamal Charles. You know all these guys. Mm-hmm. Bigger, better question: do, What does do you think of Jamal Charles? Do you think he has any chance? Like no highest yards per carry of any running back ever with that much with that many reps. Uh, but there's something to be said about his like uh, longevity, and he didn't have any of it, and also the team no that playoff, he was no on. No playoff wins, right? Yep. Yeah, that uh, eighty yard touchdown was against Seattle. Oh, very nice. Very I remember nice. that play very vividly because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck? Why is he running 80 yes. yards?" <laughs> yeah, the it's it's crazy because like Jamal Charles has this crazy stat of just being like so good, but mm-hmm. he just like could never stay healthy. Yeah. So here's and what the g- drop off was so fast. Like the yeah. year before, he he like stopped. Being well, you saw me in our fantasy as soon as he got signed to the Jags. I was like, "Oh shit!" I went and picked him up. Well, like the year before. So good. Yeah, the year before but he, he just like do got dropped from the Chiefs or whatever, he was like yeah. a top ten fantasy running back, yeah. and so people were drafting him like early second well, round. He got hurt, and then he right? got hurt that yeah. year, and then the Chiefs dropped him. Yeah, and it was like nobody saw the Chiefs dropping yeah. him, and then he went and played backup somewhere for a few games. Denver, Denver, yeah, mm-hmm. and for the whole season. Oh, and barely played at all. Though. Barely yeah. played. Yeah. Barely got any snaps. Yeah, and it was like he, he went from he went from having the juice. To needing to go to the store to get some more juice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, he fell off quick. Needing to go to Miami to get some of the real juice. Maybe yeah. he'll go to Buffalo and replace the juice. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that dude killed his wife. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for the career, hi- career highlights of Frank Gore. Five-time Pro Bowler. Possibly a sixth one this year because he's on a good pace. Compared to a lot of running backs well, right now. Well, they've been fan vote now, so it's definitely possible. Yep. Second team All-Pro one year. He's an NFC champion. He was a one-time rushing leader. He one was the most run. improved. That's what year was that? 2006. He ran for 16. That was his rookie year. Uh, no, second year. He ran for uh, almost 1,700 yards. Did he win a national sure. championship at Miami? 
that is a great question. I know that he got both knees blown out at one point. Um, Still good, though. So he served as a backup on the 2001 National Championship winning team behind Clinton Portis. He beat out Willis McGahee in 2002 before tearing his ACL in spring practice. And then in 2003, he played in one, two, three, four, five games. And in his fifth game against West Virginia, he had four carries for 15 yards before tearing the same ACL he torn the year before. Yikes. And then he got drafted pretty highly, didn't he? Uh, he was... Now we're just going through Frank Gore career highlights. Third round, pick 65. Oh. Not terrible. There's a lot of really good third round running backs. So he was the first pick of the third round. Yeah, there's so. a lot of really good third and second and third, but third is like the sweet spot where you get well, these players. Usually it's like first round is like, like what breakout stars who you know that they're like, good. First round is like obvious like offensive linemen, defensive linemen. You're getting a bunch of safeties and corners. And yeah, then you just start like, going for all the skill positions yeah. that are like just fill-in roster spots. For every Saquon Barkley, though, in the first round, there's a Trent Richardson. Oh. No, 100%. I'm not... like so rough. There, there's, like, people who have the evaluators say are, like, home runs, mm-hmm. like, no-brainers. That's the first round, like, skill position players you're getting. Yeah. Those are wide receivers, yeah. quarterbacks, Or else backs. you're going for line. Otherwise, you're just getting the ground and pounders. The linemen. Definitely. You're getting some safeties, some cornerbacks. You're getting... Yeah. Like, you're just not... You're not drafting... Guys that are you're like, oh, I need some depth at running back. I might as well yeah. use my first round pick. Like that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. But you uh, get these guys like Frank Gore, and it's like, oh, okay, Frank Gore, and then he like all of a sudden he's impressing. Like like Second I think Kareem Hunt was a third rounder. Yes, yes. Kareem and it's like, Hunt. look at Kareem Hunt. He was like, he was drafted as running back depth, not to be the starter. No. Spencer Ward blows out his knee, and all of a sudden you've got a top three guy, like mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, like, he's so good. Kareem Hunt is unreal. Like, Melvin Gordon is that a first-rounder. Todd Gurley's a first-rounder. What round was Le'Veon Bell selected? He wasn't a first Fourth. Round. Yeah, like, some crazy low round for what he is. Mm-hmm. I think he played at a smaller college. He though. did. And Jam- James Conner got drafted late because he had cancer. Uh, Le'Veon Bell played at Michigan State. Oh, did he? Yeah. I thought he played somewhere I did. I in he Pittsburgh. somewhere smaller. Maybe that was James Conner. James Conner, I think, played James at Conner Pittsburgh. James Conner played at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. is okay. from Pittsburgh. That. And is a Pittsburgh Steeler yes. and beat cancer. Yes. So that guy's props props to him, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But fuck yeah. Roman. James Connor's the man. <laughs> you still suck. Uh, continuing on with the Frank Gore uh, <laughs> worship here. Uh, most consecutive seasons with at least five touchdowns. He's tied for first all time. He's got 11 straight seasons with five touchdowns. Terrell Owens, Harvin Marison, you don't say that man's name. Tim Brown, Chris Carter, Jerry Rice, and the infamous Don Hudson. Those are all Hall of Famers. Yes. First player in NFL history with 12 consecutive 1,200 yards from scrimmage season. Uh, he's that's one of... Nuts. Yeah, he's yes. a, that's a Hall of Famer. There's just no way. There's no way that you can't put... Frank, if you can... Yeah. If he's got all this and, and on top of... I'm not even finished yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a Hall of Famer. Crazy. Like, you don't even have to say anymore. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. One like, of five running backs in history with nine 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Curtis Martin. One of five running backs in history with 14,000 career rushing yards. Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Curtis Martin. Most consecutive seasons with at least 500 yards rushing, 13. Most consecutive seasons with at least 600 yards rushing, 13. Only Emmett Smith with him there. And then fourth all-time in career rushing yards. No, Three and a half yards at a time. 
And that's fucking crazy because he blew the same ACL twice in college. Yes. And he hasn't... And then didn't his... get hurt yeah. after that. Nope. He's only missed a few missed games. Missed a couple games here and there for a little thing. for the first, like, ten crazy. years of his career, I don't think he missed He has game. not missed a game since 2011. And then in 2011, how many games did he miss? Uh, 2010, he missed five. Yeah. So it's like... That's crazy. And before that, he didn't miss anything, right? Uh, two games, two games, one game. Yeah, so very consistent. Stuff here very consistent. Yeah, you don't get anybody that. Consistent. No season enders. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's crazy. You don't. There's nobody who stays that good for that long. I mean, the only other player to do something like that was Brett Favre. I think has a record for most consecutive games played. No, I think um, actually it was oh, Joe sure, Thomas got name? close. Joe Thomas. He got close. He was the longest active, but he did not oh, okay. beat Brett Favre. And then he hurt his knee or whatever, and then he retired, which was kind of crazy. Well, yeah. He was he, just over playing for the Browns, I think. No, that wasn't. I actually heard an interview he did with uh, Pat McAfee. Shout out, Pat McAfee. Shouts out. Shouts. He, uh, he just told him that his body just couldn't do it anymore. His body was so beat up. I mean, you're one of the best offensive linemen. I would, yeah. Ever. I think he's really, would, really good. He's a Hall of Famer. He was insane. First ballot Hall of Famer for an offensive lineman. Oh, easy. That he's didn't win any games. It's so, it's so hard. Like, offensive linemen, I feel like it's so hard to get into the fame. Because there's no, it's not, there's no glitz. There's no glamour. Yeah. You're not the star receiver who catches all the touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, like, you lead so, you lead to so many touchdowns. Yeah. Because you gave the quarterback the time to throw the ball. You and gave the running back the hole to run down. And you don't have any stats, really. Your yeah. stats are like pancake blocks and yeah. shit like that. Like, and that, he, just, he was good. He's all, yeah. first of all, all yeah, absolutely. So looking at the most consecutive games started, uh, Favre, Jim Marshall, Mick Tinglehoff, Bruce Matthews, <laughs> Will so Shields, five top five. Twice. Mick Tinglehoff. It sounds like one name, but it's two. <laughs> Uh, and then currently, Phil Rivers with 192. He's the current leader, right? Brandon Carr. Active leader. With 160. Carr. Glover Quinn with 132. Matt Ryan with 131. And what's... what's uh, 297. Matt Ryan. Yeah, so you've got a, How many seasons is that? Six, at least. Yeah, so like... There's just no chance that anybody's... That's surprising that Matt Ryan And what was Joe Thomas at? He wasn't even top five? No, not even top 15. Huh. Really? Yeah, that's dude, that, that's what there was like a thing. It was like the records that will probably never be beaten, and that was one of them, like sports records. Yeah, and that was like one of them because you have to be, you don't just have to be like good for long, and like you have to be good to be a starter. So well, you have to be good for at, so at quarterback long. to do it at quarterback. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, good I could see it at a different position, but doing it at quarterback because Eli Manning crazy. was another one that was like up there. I think Eli Manning was, was yeah. ahead of Phil Rivers before he got benched last year. Two ten. Yep, he was ahead. He so got he's benched. still 87 games behind Favre. Yeah, no, and there's no way. He's so bad this year. There's no way he starts another full yeah. season. So it's crazy. You have to be, you have to be good yeah. for a really long time. And not only that, you have to not get unlucky and get hurt. Yeah. And, like, once again, at quarterback, and he played in, a, in an, an era where, like, you could get sacked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could get hit after the whistle. And <laughs> yeah. They I mean, he didn't play like the, you know. He wasn't getting pile drive, but yeah, no. He uh, yeah. 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 Did a couple times. He yeah, he played a long time ago. Pretty pretty <laughs> crazy though. Um so is the greatest gift that you can find in the world finding an onion ring amongst your fries? 
finding a curly fry amongst your regular fries. If you're ordering regular fries at a place with curly fries, you're a communist. Yeah, I mean, if you opt for regular fries over curly fries, and curly fries are an option, yeah, I don't know that we can talk anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm always ordering curly fries, but I'm saying, like, someone brings you some food. Hey, pick me up some food on the way over here. Just give me a meal. And then you reach down and you find a curly fry? I mean, it's pretty good. That's better Do you ever, than Have you ever had the Jack and Box munchy meals where they give you uh, half yes. and half? Yes, yes. I'm a big fan of half and half. I'm like a it. huge fan of the munchy meal. That's yeah. A, that's a, shout out Jack and Box. <laughs> Shouts to shout, Jack and yeah. Box. Sponsor shout, us. Yo, straight up. The sourdough <laughs> sandwich sponsor is us. fire. We will no, talk about you for five minutes every single episode <laughs> if you sponsor us. That, that sourdough <laughs> bun is just like literal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Jack I used to go there every Sunday. Before uh, in a church, well, kind of, because <laughs> uh, in college uh, we'd have like only like the six channels, like two, four, eight, six, twelve, whatever. And so ABC every Sunday morning had a basketball game after football season ended. So I would wake up my hungover ass, get my '92 Chevy S10, go to the Jack and Box, <laughs> get myself breakfast at 10 a.m. in the morning, go back and sit and just relax and work off this hangover. <laughs> With Jack in the Box in one hand, Jay and the Bees in one hand, and a TV remote in the other. Probably Shouts the best out. way <laughs> to deal with a hangover. That's my boy. Yes, yeah, I, am. I I love the all the. Well, they don't really do them anymore, but all the like late night commercials they would do. Oh yeah, where dudes just sitting on the couch like, whoa! Jack comes out of nowhere and he's just like, whoa! What is that? Oh my yeah, the munchy best, best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. and they know their demographic. Yes, they do. They know yes. Their yes, they do. Yes, they also know that demographics not watching TV anymore. So that's why they probably cut those commercials. They have some pretty good ones now. Crane man, it's like there's like Jack and a bunch of dudes like drive this van. It's called the Crave Van. Oh, they like come crashing. Yeah, like, walls it's like the third floor office building. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen van. Yeah. It's like Crave Van. It's like. <laughs> How do you get up here? <laughs> it's like the fucking Kool-Aid man but yeah. today. <laughs> but once again, knows their demographic. Yes. yes. Shouts to Jack in the Jack Box. Jack the Box is... Do you think that's one of the things Andy Reid uses to keep well lubricated? I wouldn't be surprised if that man needs a munchie meal once in a while. Yeah. At least a thing of curly fries <laughs> Wait, a day. Do, do coaches have to get drug tested or can they smoke weed? No, they don't. Oh, dog. You know Andy Reid smokes weed. Yeah, he probably keeps them underneath the staff. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think, oh, Belichick? That guy seems like he might be high. Oh, no. Know. Belichick doesn't have much of a sense of humor. Apparently, the thing that he finds the most funny in the world is the old... The uh, suffering of others? Well, besides that. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Jerky Boys, which is like an old school like prank calling like show. And so he will sit in his office, close the door turn on the jerky boys and like be crying laughing and then immediately when someone comes around the corner or knocks on his door or whatever he turns it Back off and work. on to Kansas City so yeah exactly Back to work. So Seattle I, yeah Seattle <laughs> Seattle <laughs> that's my favorite sound bite they're asking him all these questions Seattle <laughs> Seattle it's like I'm just here so I don't get fired. I'm just here so I don't get Marshawn fired. Lynch. I don't care what team that man plays for. I will support that man. Yes, I have a Marshawn. I have a Marshawn Lynch Oaklanders. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch, top ten human beings of all time. R.I.P. Marshawn Lynch's NFL career. Oh, yeah, dude, don't even get me started. I have one of That's my rough. leagues. He was like my second running back. Mm-hmm. I have Doug Martin, but the muscle hamster is. You want to hear good. something really rough? 
What's that? So a guy in my league at work just traded. Oh no! Like <laughs> like two weeks ago oh, or three no. weeks ago, Alvin Kamara. No. For Marshawn Lynch, straight across. What the? Can I join this league? Collusion. That's what I said. Collusion. Not collusion. He's a fucking idiot. Yes. At least an idiot. You missed the trades where people were accusing me of collusion. Uh, you're right. I joined too late. Yeah. Uh, but also, I'm here now, and I'm putting an end to that stuff. Team tank all the way. There's no like the thing is there's no collusion. Like I no. got offered trades. There was, there was no collusion. Like, it was just fucking ridiculous. People were like, "What? A, okay, first off, like if someone sends you a trade and it's lopsided in your favor, you're accepting ten times out of ten. Yes. Like. It just so happens that I am also the commissioner of the league. Yeah. See, I didn't offer that trade to him, although technically I did because he texted me the trade offer and I was like, sure, I'll send it over to you. Yeah. Because he didn't know how to offer the trade. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I'll offer it to you. But he texted me what the terms of the trade were. If someone in your league doesn't know how to offer a trade, it was a new platform. You might be a redneck. it was like the second week. It was like the new platform. Oh, if we just switched from Yahoo. You know how to offer a trade. <laughs> yeah. We just switched from Yahoo, though, so he didn't know yeah. how to use it. No, that was a little weird. But it was... The thing was... Uh, Shouts to Sleeper, by the way. Yeah, yeah Sleeper's sleeper sick. Out. Especially for Dynasty. It looks like it's going to be really, mm-hmm. really cool. Definitely. Sleeper is looking really good. Uh, Sponsor thing, a Sleeper. The thing was... We couldn't... Nobody had any say in the trade. And that's not your fault. But it's everybody was saying, let us vote, let us vote. And we couldn't because it's not an option in that league. And like, well, we let's just take the vote here, and not everybody was in on it, and it was just yeah, only only half the people were even show. like talking. That's what I'm saying. It's like, of course, it can be unanimous that it's vetoed, but like half the people aren't even talking. Yeah. And I, I'm in a firm. This is a good question. I'm a firm believer in all fantasy leagues. There are no vetoes for any trade unless it's an obvious collusion. Say somebody says, "I'll give you Alan Kamara for Marshawn Lynch." That's that's damn near close. But let's say they're like, I'll give you, I'll give you Ben Roethlisberger for Saquon Barkley, and you accept that. That there's no, oh, way. that's not was, happening. It was the game after Ingram came back. Yeah, and he had a bad down game. And Kamara did nothing. He was like, oh shit, Kamara. Panic, uh, panic uh, sales are a real thing. Panic sales are a real thing. Yeah, yeah. So my. My thing is, like, so, like, obviously that trade vetoed. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way I'm letting you trade a quarterback who talks about retiring all the time for a rookie. Like, there's just no way I'm letting that go down. Yeah, especially in a But it's, like, I traded – what did I trade? I traded – who did I trade? What player was involved in that? I traded, like, a player and then, like, five third-round <laughs> picks in the next two years' drafts. <laughs> yeah. It was – And uh, all my fourth-round picks that I had acquired randomly throughout trades because they're kind of worthless – yeah. And I got Julian Edelman, who was suspended for four games, and Darius Geis, who was on injured Geis. reserve. So I got two players that weren't even going to impact my team for four weeks. But the dude had to set a starting lineup because he's on his yeah. team he had the suspended guy for... Uh, he had a few suspended. He had the suspended guy for uh, Green Bay. He had Mark Ingram. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Mark Ingram. And then, he, and then he had Julian Edelman. He literally had the suspended squad. <laughs> Could not start a starting... A start... A starting, start a starting lineup for week one without making a trade. And yeah. that's why the trade went down. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a little rough at the time because guys had just gotten hurt and he was like number one or he was like a first round pick. Yeah, he's, I mean, and he, he was still went in the first, first round. round. Yeah. Late. So he was like why, six or seven. Yeah, that's why everybody was like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I think it was just 
Edelman for guys. I think it was Edelman. Because I got Edelman and Oh, guys. that's right. Yeah, you got Edelman. Who did you trade him? I don't remember. It was not. It was someone not very good. It was someone that was like fine, but they weren't Who like. You have now. They weren't great. No, but they were was, like okay. They were starter. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that trade, and then the other trade was I traded Joe Mixon and Golden Tate and four second round picks. By the way, what had first happened was Daniel Craig traded all of his draft picks for 2019 with me for all my rookie picks, essentially. Like, I gave him, like, three rookies, and I got his whole draft for the next year. I think mm-hmm. you gave him, like, uh, Sutton for, like, three picks. Yeah, to Daniel Craig. Yeah. Daniel Craig was, like, all in on Sutton and then all in on Antonio Callaway. I drafted both those players. I drafted Sutton in the first round because I had two first-round picks. Mm-hmm. And then I drafted... Antonio Callaway with like my last pick in the fourth round or whatever. Yeah. And so he was like, I need those players. I was like, I'll take all your draft picks. So I got all the draft picks. So I had a ton of draft picks. And then I traded another starting running back to somebody for like, I was just loaded with draft picks for the next year. But mm-hmm. I knew that my team was already really solid. And I didn't want to draft anybody the next year. Yeah. Because I don't want to drop anybody. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make these draft picks into somebody. So I was like, I'm going to go to the teams that are hurting. I'm going to offer them a bunch of draft picks for stuff. And I'm going to collude. So the first guy, it was like the, it was Smulek. He just joined the league. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll give you f- like three second rounders. Joe Mixon, who is, at the time hadn't played a game yet. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. I don't really know. And Golden Tate, who we all know is like a solid receiver yeah. for Melvin Gordon straight across. Yeah. And people were like mad and saying that I was ripping him off. And I'm oh, like, yeah, here was, how here, the hell am on. I ripping him off? That doesn't make any sense. I feel like I'm getting ripped off. <laughs> give him three second round picks. In 2019, yeah, and a starting running back and a starting wide receiver, all for like who, somebody who I thought was gonna blow up. Brandon, oh. he did blow up. Mm-hmm. Here, here, I found the trade. So you got Julian Edelman mm-hmm. and Darius Geis. Uh-huh. You traded away no players at all. Okay. A first round pick. Okay. Two thirds and two fourths. A first round pick is not worthless. A first round pick is Darius Geis from you. Is Darius. You're gonna win the league this sure, year. Sure, but he didn't. You don't know that at the time. Your team was already stacked at the time. There was a, there, at the time. Your team there was, was already. It's stacked. a three-way tie, in my opinion, at the time between me, Sacco, okay. and Daniel Craig. Okay, so you're getting a. Well, we got a ten-team league, so you're getting a seventh, eighth, ninth, or tenth pick, and sure. two-thirds and two-fourths. Sure. Which is literally garbage. I don't think that's a hundred percent true because. Uh, her example is, I got Antonio, Cal- Antonio Callaway with my last pick in this draft. Who, if I still had on my team, would still be on my team because he's good. He can't catch the ball this year. He's a rookie. I think he fixes it next year. He's a good player. So, number one, you can't hit late in the draft. That, let's you can't. So, I'm not saying that that's that great. I'm not like, sure. what the fuck is happening? I'm not sure. That's, but, like, <laughs> he drafted Darius Geis, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he didn't know Darius Geis was hurt. Because I think he drafted Gary's guys and was like, oh, I got a starter. And then was like, oh, wait, he can't play. I need somebody who can play. Or it's, like, to him, it's like a draft pick next year was worth more than a draft pick this year. Because he already was going to lose. So that's fine. And Julian Edelman was suspended. And so he basically said, I'll give you Julian Edelman as a way to sweeten the pot. Because originally when we were talking, it was, I just wanted Darius guys. I was like, what can I do to get Darius guys? I was like, I'll give you all my draft picks except my first round. And I thought I had a second at the time, but I traded all of them for Melvin Gordon. Yeah. And he was like, uh, add in a second round. No, I, 
I don't know. It just at the time everybody was pissed. Yeah, everybody was mad. And so like that trade, that trade is like maybe lopsided in my favor, but he sent it to me. So yeah. that's why I got accepted in my opinion. Yeah. And then the Melvin Gordon trade, people were chewing me up for that one too. And I was like, I don't even see I feel like I got robbed. At the time, I was like kind of on the fence, like, oh man, I think I might have gotten robbed here. Because I gave him three second round picks. Melvin Gordon is ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, Joe Mixon is all Joe Mixon is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's getting the same amount of yards per game, he's getting less touchdowns. Yeah. So like realistically, he might have won that trade. Well, Mixon right now is doing good because he has nobody to run the ball behind him. Sure. But <laughs> think about Bernard's it. gone, like sure. everybody's hurt. But Melvin Gordon's hurt now, right? So like Yeah. There's a there's a, a there's a there's a very good group. chance that they finish like within a few positions of one another, which means I traded three second round picks and Golden Tate for a slight upgrade, which is like fine because I think that Melvin Gordon has like the star power to be good for yeah, a long definitely. time. You think Melvin Gordon can be a workhorse? Absolutely, and I think that Golden Tate doesn't resign in Detroit after his contract is up because I think they yeah. go with Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. That's my yeah. big thing is yeah, 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 if yeah. he goes away from there, I don't it's know where fine. he signs and if he does sign, is he still going to be good? No. He's getting older. He's not really So I was like, I'm trading, I'm trading here and there, but he's not really doing I'm trading Golden now. Tate, who's like one or two year player and a rookie for Melvin Gordon who's only got like two years in or whatever. Yeah. So I, that's, that's what I looked at for you. So speaking of horses, when was the last time you saw a horse? This summer? Yeah. Road trip? Road trip. Just driving by him? Yeah, uh, just go down Tillamook area. I think we saw him when we went down to your bachelor party. Bachelor party, yeah. Um, I saw one at work, actually, not too long ago. Yeah. Were you riding it? Yeah, no. There was, a, Express? there was a mailbox on this house, and uh, they had this big property, and there was like two horses sitting right behind the mailbox. Nice. Pretty cool. Try to ride Yeah. It. The hiding like they were invisible? No, they were just standing right there. Well, if yeah. they can't see you, you can't see them. So. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> On that note, would you rather fly or be invisible? Ooh, I saw. I, I was actually I listening to a super, podcast about this. I love the superpower questions. It's flight 100% of the time. It's 100% flight because the only reason that you'd want to be invisible is to do nefarious things. Slash yeah. perverted Do you things. listen to This American Life? No, sir. So This American Life is like a podcast... It's done by Chicago Public Radio, and they do like one topic every week. It's like different topics, like I think completely unrelated. Completely unrelated, but one from like eight weeks ago was the whole topic of the whole show was superpowers, and like there was like this girl who like when she was just a kid she like wrote in her journal what she needed to do to become a superhero, and it was like come good at martial arts, all this stuff, like you know what kids do, and then she did it. She completed the list, and then what she became trained to do is become a CIA agent. So then she did that, and that was her becoming a superhero. Yeah. Which is crazy, crazy cool. And mm-hmm. then the other one was like, there's the question, invisibility or flight? And then like people, it was like, and then it went through the dichotomy of how you break down that decision, and how people will start with one, and then they'll think about it, well. The more you think about it, yeah. The more, and then like everybody ends up with flight. Even the people who pick invisibility first yeah. end up yeah. in flight. Because I literally just did that in my brain. Because there's like very little. <laughs> well, I absolutely just did yeah, that well, entire process in my brain. I'm like, invisibility for sure. I'm like, wait. There's variables to it. So the question, there's always yeah, questions, flight. right? Okay, so how fast can I fly? Yeah. And the answer to there was, you can fly up to 1,000 miles per hour. Yeah. Okay. That... That's a, that's a hard way, hard for you not to be sold on that. Mm-hmm. And it said, okay, well, if I can fly at a thousand miles per hour, can I put someone on my back? And the question is, can you put someone on your back now? If the answer is yes, then you can put that person on your back. Say, so you can take small people mm-hmm. on your back. I can carry anybody. Sure. So like, 
That and then so invisibility. Uh, is it just me invisible? Do I have to be naked? And it's no, anything that you would wear normally would become visible, but if you pick something up, it is not visible. Yeah. And so, even with those, like, things, like, flight is just way more convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean I don't have to be in Definitely. traffic ever again? Yeah, exactly. You mean that I can just go anywhere in the world, and mm-hmm. the longest it's going to take me is, like, two and a half hours? Yeah. So I can just go to Japan whenever I want? Yeah, never have to be on a plane? Never have to be on a plane? Never have to buy a plane ticket? Yeah. But the yeah, question is, is, is flying, like, exhausting? Like, if you were to run somewhere... Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good question. I think that the answer would probably be no, right? Like, because it's a superpower. It's a superpower. So it's just like you just go. I'm flying now. My arm yeah. hurt pretty bad. <laughs> the real question is: Do you have to like? Do you have to Superman fly? Do you have to get your arms out, or is flight like like Neo from the Matrix? Do like, I you can definitely just, like, my Neo. Hands in my You're just flying. Definitely Neo. And you can just like kind of just be like chilling. <laughs> if it's Neo flying, flying, I'm taking Neo flying. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think that flying is just easy. Yeah, the easy answer. Fly. Because, like, how many times in your life have you been like, man, I wish I could just, like, teleport? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's like, not flight isn't teleport, but, like, going a, thou- a thousand miles per hour? Yeah. It's, it's close enough close. to teleportation that I'm taking flight for sure. You gotta get some pretty strong goggles, though. Well, part of your superpower is that you don't get, like, fucked up by flying. <laughs> you don't get... Because, super- like, the thing was, you can go as high in the air as you possibly want to within the earth's atmosphere so you can fly a thousand miles per hour at a hundred thousand feet so you can't fly but you wouldn't freeze the, you can't fly into orbit and spin the world backwards no turn but you time. but you wouldn't freeze from being you wouldn't freeze from being at like a hundred thousand <laughs> yeah, yeah, feet or whatever you'd be able to breathe like uh-huh. all that stuff is included in the power right. yeah your eyes wouldn't be damaged by flying yeah speaking of damaging your eyes on a flight <laughs> oh jeez. have you ever cried on an airplane cried no the, Never like, saw a good movie on a plane and been, like, extra I've, emotional? I've only flown, like, six or seven times. I haven't flown very My much. answer is no, but I did fly once when I was a child, and there's a very high likelihood that as a child I threw a temper tantrum. Fair <laughs> enough. I cried during Creed. Creed is a good movie. Did you cry? I didn't. When was the last, when was the last time you cried for a movie? Was it Creed? I, I tear up during a lot of movies. Okay. Yeah. okay. A lot. I watched Adam Sandler's comedy special today. Oh my god! I haven't seen it. Yeah, it came out today. When was the last time you cried? Um, have you ever seen This Is Us, the show? Yeah, tear uh, up almost every episode. I'm not. I'm the not. one last night. It's ridiculous. I literally tear up almost every. Episode. I can't remember the last time I like legitimately <laughs> teared up, but I think it was Coco, the mm-hmm. Disney movie. Oh, I didn't see it. I think I cried during that one. Yeah. That was a good one. So speaking of making water during a flight, you ever sky crank? I'm assuming no. Not that no, many opportunities. I've never <laughs> masturbated in a public space. That's a great <laughs> question. Like, I've never done that. Like, I've never, like, been not at home and been like, you know what I want to do right now? I just want to fucking crank one out. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting at Taco Bell. You know what would be nice right now? Yeah. The bathroom looks pretty nice. Like, you're at work. You're like, oh, man, I'm bored. You know what I should do? I should beat <laughs> off. Like, I've never, ever had that thought. You and like, me are may- not the same. Maybe I had that thought at, like, at like school when I was, like, 13, but I didn't do it. <laughs> you and me are not the same. For the record, no sky crank. No however, sky crank. <laughs> In a public place. Off the record. Off, uh, how, uh, however, off the record. Uh, um, <laughs> I, have, I have a follow-up question once you say what you're going to say. Spencer has, off a, the record. Spencer has a desk job, so... <laughs> 
and soon. <laughs> That's something that comes across his mind. Oh, I don't do this job, but I just like don't think about it like that. I'm just like, I think I'll wait till I get home. I got lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next one. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in like spirits. I guess. But I don't know about ghosts specifically. Like, it's kind of a weird question. Like, I don't believe... I believe that places can be haunted. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that that's so much, like, ghosts or so much, like, just, like, the spirit... I guess it's kind of the the spirits of the people that have been there before. You don't... It's kind of weird. You don't believe in a physical, like, figure. No, but I do believe in, like, crazy shit happening. Like, like, things like getting knocked off the wall. Like... I've seen too much shit that's like, it's too much that it's, it couldn't be a coincidence. Yeah. Wayne? Uh, same boat. I, I believe there's, it's just like, you get weird feelings sometimes, and then there's like the thing where you're randomly thinking of a friend, mm-hmm. and then, oh, your phone rings, you get a call from them. I, like shit like that it's not like a ghost. That's kind of weird that no, you no. would correlate that to ghosts, but no, I mean, all right. Like spirits and like, like just being serendipitous, I guess. Something a little just, paranormal. Yeah, yeah. That, like that's that's fucking weird. And that's how, that happens a lot. There's like this crazy thing. A lot of a lot of, like uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, crystal ball. You know what I mean? The uh, psychics. Woo woo. There's a lot of psychics or whatever. Joe Rogan calls it woo woo. Yeah, woo woo. Right. <laughs> Shout so out Joe Rogan. So there's like a lot of sponsor us. So there's uh, <laughs> sponsor us as a person. On it. Dot com. So there's like this thing that they will do. Like my gra- my grandma believes in all that, so she'll go to them. And they this is something I've heard from multiple people who have lost siblings or yeah. family. If you find a penny somewhere, that's from them. See? They're putting it. That's a thing that's had been said to a lot of people, right? And so my grandma believes that, right? And so she told me that one time. She's like, my 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 psychic said, if you find a penny, that that's your sister. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to know. Like, yeah, whatever, you know, fucking whatever. Yeah. But then like randomly at like some of the weirdest times I'll just like find a penny <laughs> and so then I like kind of buy into it it's like super weird it's like I would like, never pay like that. I would never pay a psychic yeah but like the fact that I've heard that and then I like like random like important moments in my life like I'll find a penny and yeah. then it's just like okay yeah. that's kind of weird like I know I cleaned earlier and there wasn't a penny there <laughs> And, like, now there's a penny there and no one came home. So that's just weird that there's a penny weird. there. And there's, like, of course there's, like, a legitimate, like, explanation as to how the penny got there. Like, Clancy was digging in something and a penny came flying out yeah. of it. Like, something happened. But it's, like, this weird thing. Shouts to Clancy. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shouts out to dogs. Yeah. But, shout, yeah. Shout out to Lola. Shout out to my little asshole. Absolutely. <laughs> so, it's, like, it's, it's, I don't know that I believe that it is the spirits or whatever, but it's, like pretty interesting i think that to, yeah. to think there, about there's a weird i think there's a weird there's something there but i don't believe in a physical ghost yeah like I, i've never seen anything yeah. that makes me think oh there's like spirits walking around you know what i mean i think mm-hmm. they're only in certain places i don't think that spirits are everywhere i think that spirits like tend to gravitate towards places where other spirits are Number one and number two places where like fucked up stuff has happened. Yeah. What about you, Spencer? Um, I believe in the paranormal. I believe a lot of it comes through in dreams. Okay. That's like the one thing you can't really control. 
Um, so I, I am kind of along the same lines as you guys. So I guess my next question is, sticking with the paranormal, do you believe in goats? I mean, Hunter's upstairs. <laughs> Hunter is the goat. Yeah, she is. Well, she was until she quit. <laughs> she's like being the goat in the other two leagues. I think she's in first place yeah, in bowl. She's, she's killing it. She's man. having a really good year. Yeah, she is. She's killing it. So, uh, quick rapid fire. Uh, we're going to go through three of these real quick. Favorite Rihanna song? Umbrella. Um, umbrella. Disturbia, but okay. Uh, Elf, holiday classic, yes or no? Yes. The holiday classic. Okay, we're, we're in the right generation then. Yes. Uh, favorite dinosaur? Velociraptor. Because they believe at one point they had feathers and that terrifies the shit out of me. <laughs> Pterosaurus Rex because, you know, I'm basic. You're a bitch. We're ending the podcast now. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is Stegosaurus. Uh, 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 Jack Action. Great wrestler name. Terrible wrestler name. It makes Jack you, Action. It makes you Jack think action. of like Jack Action. Well. Which, uh, you are a fan of doing it. <laughs> I'm not. So <laughs> just not, not for me. I don't so think. terrible? I think that it's mediocre at best. Yeah. Okay. I think great. Mediocre. Uh, last question of the show. How do you take it and do you like to get it? How do I? I don't know that I take anything. To take would mean that they're giving it to me and I don't know that I want to get it. Medium rare and yes, I love to take it. That's literally the correct answer. How do you take it and do you like to get it? I mean, if we're talking steaks, then medium rare. Talking whatever comes to your mind. You're talking Buster. it. Buster. Yeah. I don't take wieners. So. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to your mind, so... Strong and black with a little bit of cream. Sure. And yes. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to get it. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Strong and black with a little bit of cream. <laughs> All right, guys. We're out of here. If anybody has any thoughts on a name, would be great. We, uh... We've been thinking long and hard about this, and we cannot figure it out. So, at Wayne underscore McCready on Twitter. At Spencer Linstead. At Christopher Whams. And we'll see you guys next time.